Welcome to Collected Sorceries, a Magic the Gathering podcast. This week on Collected Sorceries, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal's best friend. And a man named Ted Bundy, no relation. But first... He's on this show, Married with Children. But first... Ethan. Howdy-do. I'm doing great. How do you do you? I I do good. Excellent. That's wonderful to hear. Would you tell the people what we have today on Collected Sorceries, a Magic the Gathering podcast? Absolutely. We have uh, romance in the Magic the Gathering story and lore. Romance. We have a draft deck from this past uh, Friday Night Magic. Friday Night. uh, It's all right for fighting. It is. It is all right for fighting. And Fighting Night is all right for Friday Night. I see with my eyes, but not with my hands. There we go. And people ever used to say that to you? People used to say that not did. just to me, but people around me a lot. Yeah. They always said like, uh, yeah. "Look with your eyes, not with your hands." I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. I, I really don't. It's a it's a fun. I finally got blue black to work. I oh, mean, I was able to get Hawkmere Serpent. Exactly. Oh, he's, he's a large boy. Murderous rider. Murderous rider. Oh, Reaper of Night. Lockmere Serpent was, I think, pick one, pack one. Pick which is, one. Which is what I've been doing lately. You know, I get the pack and I go all the way to the back of it just oh. to see what the rare is. Sacrifice mm-hmm. a swamp. You gain one life and draw a card. Yeah. Sacrifice an island. Lockmere Serpent can't be blocked this turn. Yeah. I like Lockmere yeah. Serpent. I and, like where this is going. And it has flash, so you can play him anytime you can play an instant. Well, that's uh, over <laughs> all browsers <laughs> yeah. now. Say it again. That's an advantage it has over all browsers now. Yeah. They no longer have Flash. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's not I mean, awesome that it happened, but... That's true, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You get a little bit of that hypertext markup lotion. Oh, I love me, hypertext. Let me poop a little bit out for you. Oh, Sir, Sir Eleanor... The discerning. Eleonora, Sir Eleonora, the yeah. discerning. There's, there's a cycle. He's a human knight. Yeah, there's a, each color has one of those knights. They're all uncommon, and they all do stuff that is in flavor. Oh. Um, the discerning, yeah. the yeah. power is equal to the number of cards in your hand. Yeah. Oh, okay. So in, incentive to... Uh, I think that's. I think I'm using this term correctly. That's what they call signpost card. Signposting. Like a, a card that that kind of encourages you to do the main mechanic of that. Very that different color. than composting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When Sarah Eleanor enters the battlefield, draw a card. Oh, oh yeah. well, that increases yeah. its power immediately. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Exactly. And so it kind of encourages you to hold back uh, cards at least until after you've. Oh, spells that your opponents cost. Spells your opponents cast that target Sir Eleanor cost two more to cast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so, a good defensive ability. Yeah. They they really have to want to get rid of her. Yeah. Like if you know if they if they want to kill her, there's a decent chance that you know they might have to tap out completely. Uh, you know, tap all their lands. Also known as going shields down. In the words of Eric Lencher. You should have killed me when you had the chance, Charles. That's right. Uh, I want to make that a shirt now. It's like That's a great Charles quote. and Magneto. Yeah, they're 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 dueling, and 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 Charles goes. You know, he taps out to do something, and Magneto's like, "You should have killed me when you had the chance." That is one of my less obscure quotes, in yeah. a sense. Yeah. I mean, is it relatively obscure? Maybe a little bit, but not compared to you know quotes from First Kid or yeah. Or, or second Co- kid. Corey or in the house. House guest. Blank or check. 
other uh, Sinbad films. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood, for instance. Oh, I quote that film all of never. I was going to say, yeah, I believe it. But I love how that, that film could be an anime title. The title of that movie could be a title of an anime now. I am an anime. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, not a lot of people know that. <laughs> the... Um, what is it? Because a lot of anime now have those, you know, super long title to make it stand out, but yep. then a super short version of that title so people can actually say it in a sentence. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one that's always like, you know, uh, have you ever considered that you might find girls who like fantasy things in the woods over there by Hiroshima, but you're not really going to because they're all dead and they're actually ghosts, but you don't really know that and you have feelings about it and you might be in love with one of the ghosts, but you're not really in love with one of the ghosts. You're just actually repressing the fact that you can't get done your schoolwork and you're actually secretly in love with your teacher, also known as to do. Yeah, exactly. It's like four syllables. And the, or it's like, you know, a hundred syllables and they crunch it down to four and they're like, oh, Konosuba. And you're like, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh, Sir Conrad the Grimm. Yeah. Who looks a little bit like Peter Cushing. He a looks a little bit like a human knight. Oh, yeah, that too. Human knight, Peter Cushing. Whenever another creature dies or a creature card is put into a graveyard from anywhere other than the battlefield or a creature card leaves your graveyard, he deals one damage to each opponent. So basically when anything happens, he's like, pretty much, yeah. Damage to everyone. Yeah. Blurp. All yeah. the opponents. Yeah. There's, there's another card. Legit. Too yeah. legit to quit. Ooh. It is. Bake into a pie. Yeah. Destroy target creature. Create a food token. That um, makes sense. That That is a logical say, bake into a pie. effect for that card. On the magic school bus. It was better in the book than it was in the show. <laughs> Exactly, and just that card that is there. just great because it's murder plus a food token, and it's costed. A, I'm pretty sure it's costed exactly what you would expect. Ah, Revenge of Ravens. That one is really good in draft. Whenever a creature attacks you or a planeswalker you control, that creature's controller loses one life and you gain one life. Ooh. Yeah, so it Revenge basically indeed. yeah it puts up like this big pointy hedgerow where they have to crawl over it. Hedge they have maze. to do more damage. You know, they have to do above a certain threshold of damage to. You got to get out of the hedge maze. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, turn into a pumpkin. Oh, that's yeah. That's one of the uh, blue bounce spells with adamant. Return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. Draw a card. Well, that would work very well. We draw a card, boy. Woman. Uh, woman? Uh, Eleanor the. Oh, uh, woman. I, Eleanor. Uh, yeah, I think she's yeah. a woman. Eleanor yeah. the discerning. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That works very well with her. Yeah. Oh, Mistford River Turtle. Oh, the turtle. Whenever Mistford River Turtle attacks, attack another non-human creature. It can't be blocked. Which is which is nice. That's, it's, that's, that's some good. It's, it's, it's nice if you can get it. That's some good evasion because it's pretty absolute. It's like, can't be blocked. Oh, as opposed to like flying where it's like, if they don't have any flyers, it can't be blocked, but they can block your flyers with theirs. So it's like, oh, straight up, you know, it's getting through. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. I would think that the giant turtle would have been cannot, you know, not block, is always block. Exactly, yeah. But, but it's the opposite. Yeah, turtles and... in offensive yeah. turtle. <laughs> exactly. Like, turtles in magic, there's only, I think only the major constant with turtles in magic is that they're like low power, high toughness. No, they should so be. Like a 2-4 or that, a 1-4. That's four. a turtle for you, low power, yeah. high toughness. Yeah, <clears throat> super high toughness. Oh, foreboding fruit. Oh yeah. Target player draws two cards and loses two life. Yeah, it's it's that foreboding fruit is in there with that like kind of slight not Disney directly, but like referencing Disney versions of the folktales. Now if I was an times. idiot, could I play this card against myself? Oh yeah, actually that's a really good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, because I was gonna say you, if I could play yeah. a card against myself, I yeah. could team it up with Sir Eleonora 
and then draw two more cards, two more power of her. We lose um, two life. Oh my, that that never occurred to me. Well, there they yeah. go. Um, yeah, usually... It's a, it's a Sir Eleonora-based deck. <laughs> yeah. Sir Eleonora.deck. Yeah. No, Eleonora's Pantry.deck. Yeah, Pantry. There is a lot of food in here. <laughs> yeah. A tempting the, witch with an apple. Yeah. More food. Um, yeah, usually the, the, the lose life draw cards, things in black, are usually ones you're using on yourself. Oh, you could sacrifice a food and target player loses three life. Yeah, because black is very, like, paying life to do things. Paying life to oh, draw yeah, cards. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. I think okay. everyone's familiar. Yeah. We're all familiar. <laughs> if you're not familiar, yeah. black is about paying life yeah. to do things. Yeah. As pre- as established. Well, the last card was Tempting Witch, but you won't yeah. believe what the next card is. It's it's Tempting Witch. Oh, yeah. I got two multiple copies of that one. Yeah, I got at least two Tempting Witches. <laughs> I wanted more Mill, because Mill cards, I didn't get quite enough of them, but Mill works better in draft. Oh, this is this is a card based yeah. on my spiteful ex-wife. <laughs> didn't say please. <laughs> didn't say please, yeah. Counter-target spell. Yeah. Its controller puts the top three cards of the library into the graveyard. Yeah. Yep, that's my actual. I was going to say, which in draft is considerable. Yeah, I mean, like gotta... if you if you get two, didn't say pleases, and two of the um, the one drop O four merfolk that mills two mills two, and then you know like eye collector, a sure. couple of eye collectors, uh, you're you're in business. And there's there's more car, more things that mill, but those are the ones I can think of. Off the top I will of my say head. this to you: I yeah. do enjoy being in business. Yeah. Oh, Tome yeah. Raider. Tome Raider. That's not Tomb Raider. Uh, that's no. Tome Raider. <laughs> it's a woman, much like Tomb Raider, yep. but it's a fairy, unlike uh, Tomb Raider. Unlike Lara Croft. Lara Croft. Lara it's Croft. flying, yep. unlike Lara Croft, yeah. unless she's in a helicopter. Yeah. And it, when Tomb Raider, <laughs> to, Tomb Raider, when Tomb Raider yeah. enters the battlefield, draw a card. Yeah. Ooh, draw a card. Yeah. You know what that would Sir, work very well with? Sir, Sir Eleonora. <laughs> Today's episode is... Today's episode is brought to you by Syner- Sir Eleonora. I was going to say, and Synergy. <laughs> Synergy. Like, that's the, the I, I think the B plot, either that may, or maybe the A plot of it this episode be. is Synergy. It could, it could be all the plots. Yeah. Lost Legion. Oh, I, I love that one because it's Night Tribal. Uh, it gives you card selection. Yeah, which I mean, black when you enter the battlefield, get, yeah. you, uh, you scry too. Yeah. And what else? Oh, and it's a, it's a body. It's, 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 it's a scry it's and a man. Body. Yeah. It's, sometimes it's nice to just have a body around. It, it is, yeah. Is there anybody out there? Just not if anybody you can hear me. There? Wait, no, that's two different songs. Yes, yeah. the other the other good night card is a brimstone trebuchet, brimstone which which trebuchet. can tap to do one damage to a player. But not only is it untapped during the untap step, but it also untaps whenever you play a knight. So oh. if you get enough knights and enough trebuchets, uh, you can ping someone. You can ping someone in the head, oh. play a knight, untap it, ping them again, play another knight. Oh, it's, golden egg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Golden egg is nice if you don't have a lot of smoothing. When it enters like, the battlefield, you draw a card. Yeah. So it replaces itself. It's um, someone yeah. on another show about Magic the Ooh, Gathering. You can sacrifice yeah. it and either add one mana of any color or gain three life. Yeah. And it's already a food token, so you can sack it to things that care about food tokens. And you already draw nice. a card when it enters the battlefield, so there's more it, synergy. Yeah. It replaces itself. It, it was described by another Magic show as the best to drop mana rock. That sounds like a true statement yeah. from my what I am witnessing. Yeah, um, and it's, Ooh, it's flexible. Giant ske- skewer. That's that's oh, oh yeah. Giants skewer. Giant skewer. Apostrophe yes. There you go. Giants skewer. There's a cycle of color themed artifacts that have color casting costs, and that's the black one. And it's nice because it triggers off creatures, so either they a take creature, the damage it's plus two plus one. Yeah. Deals combat damage to a creature. 
and create a food token. Make a food, yeah. So either food. they eat the damage or they let you hit one of their creatures or they block with one of the creatures and they give you something that you can, you know, te- get tempo, basically. That, so, I mean, you, this is... Because, you know, life gain buys you time, so it's it sort sure of does. a tempo play. Yeah. And you're going to need life gain to counter sacrificing the other thing for your... <laughs> Yeah, exactly, cards. exactly. Yeah. And I think Tempting Witch is the one that lets you sack food tokens to drain your opponent. I'll sack food tokens all day, every day. Yeah, all day, every day. I'll sack enough. them to my belly. Let me just tell you this. There's yeah. not enough ships between them to raid a pantry. <laughs> not enough ships between them to raid the pantry. That sounds vaguely folksy. That's a very, that's <laughs> one of the best lines from Season 5 of Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Spoken by the Manus. The, the Manus? Stannis the Manus. The, Stannis the Manus. Yeah. I'm going to rotate here there it's we go it's a big day for stannis the manis references it it sure is stannis the manis i feel like we should create a series of folksy expressions about magic like that's something we could stick in there sure corridor monitor oh i love i love him oh He's he got, reminds me of argus filch from from harold potter oh, okay Harold Potter. Harold uh, potter and they're trying to sneak through the library level of sorcerer stone on pc there there we go. And there's like a stealth <laughs> level in that game where you just try to sneak through the library past <laughs> Mr. Filch and his cat. Mr. Filch. That's a great name. It so is. it's the expression is what? Not enough ships between them? No, not enough ships between them to raid a pantry. That's, that's amazing. That's the expression in the thing. Wow. That's what Stannis Demanis said. Is Stannis Demanis was great. They totally, totally screwed over his character. Man. I'm not saying that he had... I mean, it's Game of Thrones. He probably wasn't going to realistically have a happy ending. That's true. But they, uh, as per usual with their lazy bullshit, they totally ruined like the timing and the spacing. Like He was just like, I woke up today and I'm a completely different character. Because who gives Why? a shit? Yeah. It's like... No, that's out of. That's called in D and D terms, out of character. Out of control. The character is supposed to. If that happened in Game of Thrones, the character would have to touch their nose to indicate that they're speaking out of character. I would like to touch my nose. <laughs> Which that implies a lot. That would imply a lot about Game of Thrones. I'd like her to touch my nose. <laughs> if every character in Game of Thrones knew they were were knew they were a character, or like every character in Game of Thrones was played by a player. Every that. character in Game of Thrones is played by Abed from Community. Oh, that's we should write that script. Not Danny Pudi. <clears throat> no, just Abed oh. from Community. Oh wow! He's, yeah, he's 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 not he's not Danny Pudi playing the characters. He's playing Abed playing the characters. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a meta sandwich. It's a meta su- medical medical supplies. State the nature of your medical emergency. There's not enough doctor. No, no yeah. In in Voyager, even though there's a lot of doctor in Voyager, oh, he's fucking glorious. Speaking of which. You, you wanted to have a segment where we talk about non-magic stuff. The episode sure. of Orville called Orville. First Impressions. First we'll, Impressions. We'll, come, we'll circle back around to that. Yes. After we finish this deck, then yeah. we'll do that, and then we'll yeah. do the other thing. I do love the, also, I do love the idea of you reading the draft decks because that'll get you more familiar with the cards. I mean, I think it's interesting to just see how all your decks work together when you draft them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad, really glad I've been able to put the deck lists on the site. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so Corridor Monitor yeah. enters the battlefield, and you untap a target artifact or creature you control. Which is nice because you can get there's some some things where not going infinite, but if you have a combo that can go a couple times, you can get another activation out of corridor monitor. Sure, like you can, you know, tap your. Oh, you can if you do red blue spells, you can tap your. Um, uh, if you have quarter monitor in your knight's deck with brimstone trebuchet, nice you can side. you can untap your trebuchet again, so you can just 
kind of machine gun people. You can yeah. machine gun the other guy. Yeah, so I like it. Play the corner monitor. Play un- it again. Un- untap monitor. the trebuchet. Ping with the trebuchet. Play a knight. Untap the trebuchet. Untap the trebuchet. <laughs> and end of the other person's turn. Ping them with the trebuchet. Your turn. Untap. Oh, there's so many play trebuchet balls in my face. Yeah, just oh man. Oh, the oh and it has reach. Continues. And the trebuchet has reach. Of course, it does the it's trebuchet? Black flyers. If, if it really didn't have reach, to. it wouldn't be much of a trebuchet. Yeah, exactly. So if you really need to, you can you know throw it under the bus, under the flying bus. Under the bus. Beep beep, beep beep, cruising on down Main Street. Magic school bus. Exactly. Has uh, and that's more card synergy. People under it. Okay, so we got more Harold Potter references here with oh, Merfolk Secret Keeper. Oh, that it I looks think that's like the a one. reference to Harry Potter, but it could be a reference to Hans Christian Andersen, or could. perhaps any other mermaid mythology ever to exist. Oh, sorry, my microphone just drooped. Drooping, quite a bit. drooping microphone everywhere. It, it not just a drop drooped. Drink. I don't know how it drooped. Okay, well, go go ahead. Hans Christian Andersen mermaids. Hans Christian Andersen. Mermaids. And this is an April day. It's full of the magic. I need to play Merfolk Secret Keeper. You do, yeah. Uh, that's the one I mentioned earlier that Mills, I believe. It goes Target on an adventure. Player puts the top four cards of their library into their graveyard. <laughs> yep, that's Millin' for you. It's Milla time. Milla, it's, 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 if it was a Pokemon, it'd be Millatank. You gotta do that. It would be. The, 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 I think you gotta do that. Wait, no. Wait, which one? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows anything? It's all, it's all crazy. Exactly. I was turning it. I was. Yeah. Tighten it. Yeah. Pull it tighter. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Speaking oh. of things being tighter, you should watch the Has Been Hotel pilot. It's nuts. Speaking of things that were previously <laughs> yeah. tighter. Merfolk. Uh, yes. But yeah, that's the one that goes on an adventure, right? And it mills uh, two or three cards. Yeah. Yeah. It mills. Okay. It mills. It mills all the cards. Okay. Four, six, twelve. Okay, and four. then it's also an O four. You know, just a, a it is. speed bump. It, it's an O four. Yeah. Um, and next we got two ops. Oh yeah, opt, opt is opt in or opt out. Opt Let's is find out. great. It's been reprinted a bunch of times. It's scry one, super solid. Draw a card. So if you you know scry and you like what you see, you can keep it. You can keep or it. You can, and you can you can gain the power you know, for Eleanor. Exactly. Or you can take a chance on me. Take a chance you know, on me. me. If you need me, let me know. Opt out or opt in. Opt out or opt out or in. If you got no place to go, draw a card. card. Bam, got there. <laughs> so yeah, opt is rock solid. Yeah, I like opt. It's got two two whole ops, yeah. but it's nothing compared to the sheer power of Nicholas Cage's Overwhelmed Apprentice. Yeah, oh, that's right. Overwhelmed Apprentice is the other card that mills. When Overwhelmed um, Apprentice enters the battlefield, each opponent puts their top two cards in their library into their graveyard. Then you scry two. Yeah, so it's more. Yeah, it's just more it's just options, milling. as you as it were. Yeah. About. Yeah. Ooh, witching well. <laughs> there we go. Wish me love a witching well. <laughs> the flavor text on that one is also pretty great. <laughs> I don't see Terrence Trent Derby here. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's funny and I can't remember why but I know Terrence Trent Darby is someone of note uh, he wrote a song that was famous in the 80s it was called Wishing Well okay uh, but the, the flavor text is like you know most of the time the, there's no Billy Ocean most of the time the only wishes it grants are its own when Wishing Well enters the battlefield scry two mm-hmm. when you sacrifice the Wishing Well the Wishing Well draw two cards Ooh. Oh, that's right yeah and, uh, I oh, like this. Yeah. I like this plan where you yeah. got all the blue cards for drawing because of yeah. course you do. Yeah. But all also all the black cards for sacrificing an Eleonora. 
Yeah. And of course you do. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, the dream is real. Really. Yeah. And then there's, and then there's, uh, what is it? Witch's Cottage. Witch's Cottage is next. Yeah. What it enters the battlefield tapped. Uh, it, oh, it enters the battlefield tapped unless you control three or more other swamps. Yeah. Those oh. are, the, yeah. Those oh. are the, the common, there's one of those for each color. One and the for common each color. ones, the common cycle it's requires three. It's egalitarian of them. It is, yeah. And then the, the rare ones come and tap unless you control one of that land. When Witch's Cottage enters Battlefield untapped, you may put target creature card from your graveyard on top of your library. Nailed it! Yeah, exactly. So it's another way to recur your, what is it, Deathless Knight, which is your green-black 4-2 haste. Oh my god, that you I can didn't get expect back. the next yeah. card would be the most valuable card in this whole thing. Basic land. Oh. Planes. That, yeah, that's not part of the deck, but there is a couple I of rares in there. Okay, be. yeah, there's a couple of rares I got out of my packs. Uh, one is Taken by the Fae and then Happily Ever After. Oh which my is, god, mm. basic land. Swamp. Yeah. You're going to need that for the Witching Well. Or the other thing. Is yeah. The Witch's Cottage, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. There's too much witching going yeah. on. Yeah, there's far a too much witching. witching where's on. Where's Geralt in here? Is there is there a card that is basically Geralt with, a diff- with the serial numbers filed off? Yeah. Ooh, a forest for more basic land. That's very, very useless to this deck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah, this was Happily Ever After. Happily Ever After. Which is a big... Not super relevant, but... It's a big old weird white win con, alternate yeah. win condition. It's pretty hard to get. When it enters the battlefield, each player gains five life and draws a card. So even though it's not really applicable to the deck at all, it does play in the favor of both... Black yeah. and Eleanor. Yeah, you could. You, you could have all the life to sacrifice and another card for more power. Exactly. At the beginning of your upkeep, if there are five colors among permanents you control, there are six or more card types among permanents you control and are cards in your graveyard, and your life total is greater than your starting or equal to life total, you win the game. Yeah, so you have to have oh, 20. Okay. Your starting life total is 20, so if you have 20 or more, you have and you meet all the other conditions. And you have to have... Five colors among permanent you control, and it's, six or more card types among permanent you control. It's definitely something you play for fun. It's definitely happily ever after. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you've you, got all if that, if you get it to work, you definitely if deserve. If you've got all that, you after. deserve to yeah. play the wind. The card. other person will probably be like, "Tell you what, let's go to Bar Louie or some other place, and I'll get you a ten dollar cocktail for that." Louie, Louie, and then and then Bar Louie, gonna go get a drink. And then taken by the Fae, which I feel is definitely more stolen playable. Stolen by sorry. the Fae. Yeah, stolen, stolen by the Fae. Stolen by the Fae. Yeah. Return target creature with converted mana cost to its owner's hand. Yeah. I think it's convert CMC of X, right? Yeah, you create, yeah. you create, you get, you give a mana cost of X, create X11 blue fairy creature. So you could, if with you bounce, flying. yeah, so if you bounce their, X number, bounce their questing beast for, I think, four plus six and get four one one flyers. Four one one flyers. That that's sounds it. good to me. I think that's X and two blue, right? Uh, it's, Let's see. Uh, yes, it's okay, X yeah. and two blue. That okay. is accurate. That yeah, is so if, yeah, you could bounce their questing beast. For, pay six, bounce their questing beast, and get four one one flyers. And perhaps I will. Yeah, and perhaps I will. And perhaps I will. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely, Mr. Beauregard. Mr. Beauregard, exactly. Well, that is the deck that you created and crafted from the last draft. <laughs> yes. Friday Night Magic. Yeah. Jay it has was, much potential. Jay was impressed. Jay should be impressed. Yeah. Jay should fear you. Yeah. Some sometimes, although sometimes maybe for different reasons. He should, yes. I mean, there's lots of reasons he should fear you. <laughs> really, if you think about it, you are the ultimate threat to him in all forms. <laughs> yeah. It it has been it's been known to happen. It's been known to happen. 
More than once. Whether in magic or More like, than twice. I have had some matchups against him where it's like he's on two color knights tribal and I'm on three color greedy knights tribal, which is to say, you know, black and white and red all over. That's Mardu. true, but also and he again, had a hard go one of the one of the rounds. Yeah, I mean he had a hard go one of the rounds, and mm. he also had a hard go in magic. <laughs> yes, and here's when you said hard go. He's that's probably a point where he'd go, hey, hey, hard go, hey, hey one of the rounds. Or what they, or as they'd say in in Japan, hard go. As they would say in Japan, <laughs> not to be confused with hard gay. Konnichiwa. Exactly. <laughs> Go Manasai. Goman, exactly. Other Japanese words. Other other Japanese words. Surely I remember some of them. Exactly. Who knows? Anyway, let's talk yes. about the thing you wanted to talk about yes. with the Orville. Because we'll we, take a break. We'll take oh, a yes. break from yes. Magic the Gathering, and we'll talk about this yes. episode of The Orville by yes. Seth MacFarlane. Yes, uh, the episode is called First Impressions. First Impressions. And it is... Uh, Malloy, they find a Malloy. I don't know how they found it, but they they got they found a cell phone. Oh, it was a time capsule. They, they found, found a time capsule, capsule uh, four hundred years old with a cell phone, with a iPhone of some sort. Malloy finds it and he translates it, and he, he converts, gets the data it. off it and makes a holodeck program. He makes oh a holodeck and program. It's basically a version of artifacts from was it TNG? TNG, yeah. Where they have uh, James Doohan. James Doohan. Yeah. And it's it's pretty incredible. And the B plot is Bordis and his life mate uh, smoking cigarettes because wonder... there's a bunch of stuff that they get, you know, that's old. And then you know they're like, looking how old at it. is it? I don't know, four hundred years. Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> not as uh, older than Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> older than Bruce Springsteen. Okay, yeah. uh, Charles Beethoven. I don't know Charles Beethoven. He's Ludwig's was... <laughs> uncle. Fair, fair enough. Uh, and so it's chopping. This, this, this Were they listening to chopping? <laughs> chopping. Were they chopping broccoli? Do you ever wonder if anybody ever walked up to Scotty on Star Trek and said, "Hey, what are you doing, James? Or what are you, James, doing? <laughs> what are you, James, doing? What are you, James, doing? What are you, what are you, James, I doing? I have to, I have to imagine that it, at some point, if not on the set. You know, at least in his at everyday life, in a someone went to James Doohan and asked him, yeah, and he, and he kind of rolled his eyes. Or if he didn't get it, his handlers slash the people who were with him rolled their eyes and kind of chuckled. You know, my favorite James Doohan moment is that do probably really undersells that. all of his other good moments. What's that? It's in Star Trek Four. When they're at the factory with with Bones and he picks up the mouse on the computer and he speaks into it and he just goes, hello, computer. Uh, that's, that's awesome uh, but makes me but happy i'm not gonna dunk on someone like that because i'm sure that's like unless they deserve it but that's that's happened i mean he just i mean <clears throat> they deserve it for having yeah. terrible computers that don't respond to voice activation like he expects <clears throat> in the future that's true yeah yeah i love star trek it's 4. basically a, a version of the kids react to but it's it's uh bones uh, react instead of kids react to old handheld game consoles. It's Bones reacts to old computers. Well, that's that's Scotty reacts to old computers. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Bones Scotty, yeah. reacts to old surgery when they're in the oh, hospital. Yeah, why don't you just about- put them on leeches? Dialysis. Why don't you just put them on leeches? Ah. It's yeah. barbaric. He's a yep, yep. That's Bones for you. <laughs> why don't you just teleport in new kidneys? Yeah. 
I love Star Trek 4. I think Star Trek 4 is a movie a lot of people who don't like Star Trek would enjoy if it was the first thing they saw. Did that one have a subtitle, or was it just Star it Trek 4? It was The Voyage Home. Okay, that's right. right. Star Trek 4, The Voyage Home. Yeah. But what do I know? I mean, I'm one of the only people left in the universe who really enjoy Star Trek 5, so... Was that The Quest for Peace? No, okay. no, no. That's, that's Superman 4. Oh, right. Oh, that's the one with Richard Pryor. Which right? Uh, Richard Pryor is makes Superman people sad. Three. Okay. Whoa. <clears throat> um, I have to. I have to say, I appreciate you stalling for me because I have not as much as I would like for romance and Magic the Gathering, but probably enough to fill time. I mean, we're just. I'm not even. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just talking about Richard Pryor and Supermans and Star Treks and. <laughs> I, I'm always up for talking yeah, about the fact that I'm the be. only person left in existence who genuinely really enjoys Star Trek V. Yeah. The Final Frontier. I think I like that one. It's the one where they try to find God. Okay, and they find It's the one with uh, Spock's half-brother, Cybok. Oh, man. Okay. Interesting. He has the best... I, I want to do a spoiler for Star Trek V, but I don't want to because I want people to watch it because no one's seen it. But it's also been about 40 and a half million years, so it's not really a spoiler at this point. So maybe watch Star Trek V if you want. Watch Star Trek V and then come back and listen to this spoiler. I think Cybok has one of the best last lines of a villain ever. What's that? Because his whole thing is about like pain yeah. and like trying to... like He's basically like an empath, but he's trying to like find people's pain and take away people's pain, and he's like manipulating people using it. Huh. And... Uh, and so he does that, and he does the whole like hallucination sequences with bones and, and yeah. you know and everything, and and you know Spock, and yeah. so he has the whole pain theme the whole th- time. Yeah. And then at the very end of the movie, when they can't defeat the godlike creature who's supposed to be God but is really an alien, yeah, uh, but they don't understand it, it, because Star Trek. <laughs> because Star Trek, it's a very odd movie, and I understand why people don't like it. God. They make fun of Uhura during the dance at the beginning, but I really oh the fan it. dance, yeah. Okay, so that's the famous fan that's dance. That's the famous fan they, dance they reference that's in, in that movie in Futurama, uh, where no fan has gone before. Yeah. Okay. But he's got the pain theme the entire time, and then at the end of the movie, they don't know how to defeat the alien who's supposed to be God, and then Cybox just like. You have a great pain. And then the creature's like, what? Pain? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. This is not direct quotes. Okay. Except for the last part. Because the last... <laughs> I would read the, the alien, and then the alien's all like, the alien's well, like what, what the hell are you talking about? about? Willis? What you talking about, Cybok? Yeah. No, but then Cybok's last line is he walks basically into the creature to attempt to destroy it, and he just goes, your pain runs deep. Share it with me. <laughs> That's like some edgy '90s comic book writing, alongside uh, in the vein of in the, the, the on the level of Skin of Evil from Next Generation. Skin of Evil. <laughs> that's that's a weird one to watch. It is you know, when you got some altitude. I got some altitude. <laughs> I'm on a plane right now. Yes, I mean, I mean, a different a kind. plane of yeah. existence. There we go. Yeah, I was also on a similar an aeroplane of existence. An aeroplane of existence. You're zoom gonna, zoom. This is it's, it's you got to swerve back and forth between whether or not you're using a metaphor or whether or not you're being literal. <laughs> it's a metaphor, or is it or is it a literal? Am I being am I using metaphors? <laughs> or am I being literal? It's a swerve. It's a swerve. It's a reverse swerve. What's we're, a metaphor? We're, we're breaking kayfabe. We don't know what's real. It's it's WCW ninety nine. <laughs> Vince Russo's booking my swerve. <laughs> so. Romance in the Magic the Gathering universe. Romance. I have. Uh, You'll couple. save a lot. <laughs> One of them is going back to uh, Urza's legacy uh, in 1999. It's uh, 1999. Uh, there's a bit of. It's a game guide, so there's a bit of fluff out of the uh, game guide 
uh, compiled by Will McDermott from The Duelist. Mm. Uh, it's Joyra and Teferi, Teferi. interacting. Uh, Teferi is uh, the Idris Elba. Uh, time time manipulating planeswalker who says, "Oh, don't worry, there's there's no problem." And then you talk to him later, and he's like, you know, tentacles coming out of his eyes, and he's like, "No, don't worry, we're good." We're you know, good. Going back and manipulating time, and Joyra, the Weatherlight captain, I believe, uh, and the Weatherlight is the the good guys, uh, basically pirate ship that also flies in the air because magic. Pirate ship. Um, if you if you're down for that kind of thing. And I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, believe me, I've watched Hook. And also Peter Pan, and also Once Upon a Time, and also other things where pirate ships fly. Exactly. Uh, Time Bandits. The Peter Pad ride. uh, Skies of Arcadia. Time Bandits. Skies of Arcadia on the Dreamcast. The other one is. of Arcadia. uh, Jace Balerian and Vraska, uh, Queen of the Golgari. Jace Balerian. Of the, the, the Blue Mage. Who was at one time the guild pact? So he on Ravnica, he was the like go between for all ten different guilds, and it was tough to manage because he seemed sort of young, and yeah. and so he had to be he was you know the called the living guild pact, and he had to you know keep everyone happy, which is probably pretty hard. That sounds and, a lot like a certain woman I know at a little place that runs out of Denmark, called the best little whorehouse in Denmark. Okay, so not. Angela Merkel and not Dolly Parton. Okay, first of all, Angela Merkel is from Germany, not Denmark. I I know she's from Germany, but I was like, maybe it's Germany adjacent. Maybe it's Germany adjacent. A lot of things are Germany adjacent, if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, The automotive industry, uh, machining, uh, medical instruments. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Little Hans Gruber. uh, A little bit of uh, Swiss leads. A little bit uh, of Simon Says. There we go. A little bit of Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah. So so Jason Vraska, they have kind of a tryst during Ixalan where Ooh. his Jason's or I think both their memories get wiped by Nicol Bolas. Yeah. Uh Nicholas Trist. Nicholas Trist. <laughs> uh, uh uh secretary for James K. Polk. Oliver Trist. <laughs> But um, <laughs> please, sir, can I have some more mind wiping? <laughs> so yeah, so they're in Ixalan, which is the sort of cool, you know, fantasy, you know, pirates and uh, dinosaurs mm, are pirates around, and, dinosaurs. Oh, and, and they get to hang out. And I've, I've mentioned this, the in, you know, at least at one previous episode. So they have a thing, and you know, Vraska can turn people to stone just by looking at them. Not pirates. She doesn't turn people into pirates by looking at them. Oh no, she's <laughs> she doesn't follow the Jack Sparrow philosophy. She follows the electric light orchestra philosophy exactly uh oh there is and or medusa <clears throat> yeah um uh Ra- lest lest i forget uh ral zarek ral zarek uh, who is the head of the is it guild or sorry is it league because they all have they're all guilds but they all have their own name for that group and so sure. there's the is it league and ral zarek is the head of the uh blue red league uh, I don't know oh. enough about the expanded universe of the lore to know whether or not there was an origin story about how they named the Is It League. Oh, but, neither do I. But what I would like to know is, was there like what people proposing names? And then one guy just went, guys, everybody's got a guild. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Let's be a league. I can see that. They're like, yeah, we're all called guilds, but we need another name to, to set ourselves apart. We need some branding. We're in another. <laughs> what's the word? League. A whole other, a whole other level. No, level is good. I like the L thing. L something, word. The L E. Something in L. Yeah, L E. Can we go? Um, okay. How about a, like a leg? A leg. A leg. leg? No, uh, you're close. Uh, uh, 
A legend? I, I mean, these guys, this Orzov, they're in a whole other league. That's like it. it. That's it. <laughs> Patent it. <clears throat> Ral, Stop it. Put it on the lunchbox. Ral, go go tell your boyfriend, Tom Vic, distinguished advocist, oh. that, that we've got a name for our guild that isn't guild. Guild. It's a league. <clears throat> Damn it. I'll get right on. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking how, how Tom Vic... Because uh, because Ralph Eric is gay, but his boyfriend is his character is his boyfriend uh, is uh, white uh, white aligned, and so white has you know enemy colors with red and allied colors with blue. Of course, so it's kind of interesting. But is it is like the crazy like you know science science guild? So like what about science? If science. Doc from Back science. to the Future were in uh, magic in Ravnica, he'd be is it? Oh, is he? <laughs> oh, oh, is he? That's not even supposed to be a pun on the is it. Yeah. I just, I'm just, I was just genuinely questioning. I think uh, that if we look hard enough, he's there. So he's yeah. He's in magic. Yeah. So the Ral Zarek and Tom Vic it, were in the War of the Spark novel, which was not great, but it is important that they, you know, they got representation. If I recall correctly, yeah. Yeah. Jay absolutely hates it. Yeah. And, and, and he's not the only one. Um, but you don't absolutely hate it. I haven't read it, so and that's I, I why you're only... his number one threat, <laughs> a, a, a major threat as opposed to a minor threat. Mm, you know it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's also um, uh, I think it was in the Eldraine novel, Eldraine, uh, uh, Chandra, and and there was kind of a a Chandra wizard sort of they sort of bungled it, but then came out and and apologized. Yeah. Um, but Chandra and the way they. Chandra and and uh, Liliana were written because because yes. uh, I I believe as it Tell stands uh, Chandra is bi and she's had mm-hmm. interactions with uh, Liliana of yeah. the Veil. Yeah, she has. Uh, the joke being Liliana. Uh, one of their cards is Liliana untouched by death or players in general. <laughs> it's it's uh, funny because yeah, it's true. Yeah, but but yeah, Chandra and uh, Chandra Nalar and Liliana, which and Liliana. is kind of interesting. Yeah, because they're ally colors. La, that's la, la, la. true so you, you've got that so those are the four i was just thinking because i thought of a joke but it's a joke that would have been much more appropriate to tell in the 90s <laughs> ask me later oh, okay oh man now i'm curious you should be <laughs> you will be so you yeah we will be uh what's our uh let's see what's my clock uh oh okay we got 10, 10, 15 minutes. We got however long you want. How long you want? What are we gonna do? Are we going into trivia? Are we going? Oh, for to... sure, yeah. Are we? Because I, I didn't get... even think about that really. Oh, because I get. Oh, okay. I need. I need food. Okay. Well, I got money, so we can go. To okay. Trivia. Cool. Yeah. So do I. Uh, I, mean, I got enough for some, enough for some mozzarella sticks anyway. Oh man. Okay. There we go. A mozzarella. <laughs> uh, what else? I'm is gonna there? start saying things like I did Italian. If every time, <laughs> Spanish people who speak English well can say Spanish words with an accent in the middle of an English sentence, then I can do the same thing with That's Italian true. words. I'm, I, if you ask me outside of the podcast, I can say Spanish words with an accent. I can say uh, Spanish with a good words accent. with an accent, but only if I'm actually attempting to speak Spanish. Oh, well, I, can't I can do the thing that I they do drop it where in. they're fluently speaking English and then slip in a word that just happens to be accented in Spanish. Well, they'll be like, I went to the store today and I got a burrito. Oh, and I'm like, I went what? To the store I today, just, like, I don't, you know, I got a burrito from the store. Like, I'm like, no man, I, I want to just talk and be like, I went to the store today and I got some mozzarella. <laughs> exactly. You just hey, drop uh, in and out. A mozzarella. It, it requires a certain level of uh, agility. It requires a certain level of commitment to the mozzarella. <laughs> um, oh, what else? Uh, 
Let me th- uh, there's uh, some new sets. There is they've announced uh, they're going back to Theros. And they've Theros, announced Theros of Mir. Wait, no, that's no, no. Uh, the the Greek set. Ah, the Greek uh, mystery packs. I love the Greek, which are interesting. The Throne of Eldraine uh, gift bundle. Yeah. The and then. And I'm really sad, but Pax Unplugged is coming up, and I'm not going to be able to go because they're How doing. Dare you? There's a draft. They're doing a draft of the. Oh, what's it called? I think they're mystery packs, but they have test cards, mm-hmm. and so they printed cards that would look like internal test cards. Yes. Where it's oh. like whenever. So it would say something like, you know, it would be like, you know, blue wizard or something and have the toughness kind of a placeholder. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. But it would say something like when, you know, brackets, card name comes in, you know, close brackets, comes into play. Comes in handy. You know, do that, you know. Yeah. Um, really cool. That's um, really cool. There's a new, yeah, That's new like unset. the second worst yeah. thing to miss in the next three months. Well, it's it's magic related, and and I've it never is. done magic drafts. I mean, the first the first worst thing to miss in the next three months is not magic related. <laughs> no, but it's tangentially related because we've talked about it in this episode. It, it could be the Irishman. No, it it's could not be the oh Jojo Rabbit. Oh. It's not Jojo Rabbit. Okay, no, it's the Star Trek cruise. The, this oh, year, right. I mean, in January, I believe it is, it's the 25th anniversary of Voyager. So the cruise is all Voyager themed. Captain Janeway is going to be there oh, and man. Tuvok and Ethan Phillips. Oh, and, I was going <laughs> to. And Wilson Phillips. Probably I was going to say, there, I might have money that I have that I'm not spending at PAX, at PAX Unplugged. So uh, if you end up going on the cruise, I might be able to swing it. I would love to, but it's a bit out of my price range. My price range for things I can afford right now are more in the general range of mozzarella sticks. Yeah, that's true. Also, it's chronologically, it's close. If it, it was, you said it's in January, right? I believe it's in January. Okay, if it was this coming summer, yeah. then you could probably... Oh, I'm th- I mean, next year isn't going to be like when the, uh, a year after that, like yeah. the 2021 one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be the 25th anniversary of Voyager, so it's not going to be as cool. But I'm still thinking about planning ahead and maybe trying to go because that's just cool in general. Yeah, I can I could suck some. some I also some think that, that it happens to work out that they didn't specifically design the ship this way, but yeah. I think there are. I don't know how many decks there are, but they do a pretty. I believe they do a pretty good replication of Ten Forward. Nice. Somewhere around where Ten Forward would actually be, if not directly on. Nice. I don't know if there's actually ten decks on the ship. That's a lot of decks, but. But yeah, it's, it's 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 geographically relevant. I don't know how tall a deck is on average. It, is it roughly like a story? It depends. Okay. Really, it's because some decks oh, are, some of them are recreation decks that are larger, are, and some of them are you know just cabin for, decks, which yeah, are smaller, and then which are maintenance decks, which just are, for you know, in, yeah internally. I mean, it's like how. Yeah. <laughs> It's like how in, in pro, if you're programming networks, there's IP addresses that, that are usable for, you know, regular home and business use. And mm-hmm. then there's a whole extra couple of sets that are, you know, military slash military. Uh, testing. That's true. Uh, the class D and E, military and experimental, the class D and E IP addresses. Ah, the um, D. <clears throat> exactly, yeah. So you said decks, and I wanted to say as many decks as you can imagine. As many playing. decks as welcome, you want. Welcome to Cruise Cast, Imagine the Gathering, and Cruise Ship podcast can i just say on a semi-related unrelated note that, that one of my low-key dreams in the world is to live long enough to have children and be of moderate wealth not like yeah. i don't need like millions and millions and millions like, and billions maybe of dollars like, maybe like internet famous but this is this is what i want i want yeah. to have at least one children's yeah <laughs> and then i want 
<laughs> to go into what is presumably not going to exist, but we're going to hope is still going to exist, a physical toy store, yeah. such as a Toys R Us, yeah. which they did buy to revive, so yeah. they might be bringing you back. Yeah. So I want to do that. And then, and then I want the child to go... What can I get today? And then one day, I don't know what day is going to yeah. be. Maybe it's their birthday. Maybe it's yeah. Christmas. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a Thursday in the middle of yeah. March. Who knows? Yeah. I just want to go, you can have whatever you want. We're going to buy the whatever whatever you want yeah. in the store. Yeah. We're going home with. Yeah. Just today. Yeah. Pick something. Doesn't matter what it is. Oh, I don't mean like any one thing. I oh. mean anything you want. Oh, any number of any things. Any number of things. Oh, man. It's like choose target child. It's like I mean, It's like... It's like a tutor in magic. It's like pick any card in your deck, grab it, put it in your hand. I mean, I'll put like maybe some like realistic limits on it, like yeah. like because it's a kid, so you never know. So there yeah. might be like there might be like a, like a section that has pools or something and yeah. a various varieties of quality. No, the pool's like, gonna happen, son and our daughter. Well, I'll, our yeah, child. Well, I, like yeah. if they want, you know, yeah. it's conceivable because they're a child. They might go like, well, I want twenty pools, and I'm gonna be like. Why? Uh, First of all, why? You can have a pool. That, that's going to happen regardless. The size yeah. and the, the shape and the, the price and everything. You can maybe have yeah. two pools. Yeah, maybe, above ground, maybe please. Maybe three. Yeah. If you know, yeah. No, just don't say above ground. Just say, you know, a pool, and then it will be above ground. I mean, I'm thinking about all this stuff that they would sell at Toys R Us. So this is probably, you know, and these are probably small children. So these are probably not very elaborate pools. That's true. Though I would like an in-ground pool at some point, but that seems yeah, like a thank, horrible maintenance. Thing. For better or for worse, young children, there are some things they can't conceive that cost way more than you have in the budget. Oh, yeah. And they don't know to ask for that. But I'm not even thinking about But This is the thing. My dream yeah. would be that there'd be no budget restrictions. Yeah. That it would just be logistical restrictions. So they'd be like, 20 pools. And I'd be like, be like well, well, there's not really space or I was reason say, for 20 we pools. We have space for three pools. We How is have, that crap? We can have somewhere between one to three pools, depending on the pool. Yeah. Like, uh, man. if you yeah. want 20 different action figures, maybe. 20 yeah. pools or 20 bikes or... Yeah, at, at that point, or, presumably... Or 20 Nintendo yeah, 37s. I can 3D print you 20 action figures inside of a day or two. You probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At, you know, at, you know. Assuming we're all alive because somebody hasn't 3D printed a <laughs> nuclear bomb. Yeah. That that's true. No, I I pause because I have thoughts about like like there are a lot of people who you know who should be in in suits who are terrified that oh you can just three D print a gun. Well, yes, but but it also takes a lot of effort because much like three D printing anything else, you know, with moving parts. You know. I mean, I think the real trick is yeah. that nobody's thinking of is sure you can three D print a gun in theory. I, yeah. I have absolutely no idea how to do it. I'm sure somebody yeah. knows, but. But you can do that. But also, that means you can also print a bulletproof vest. They print yeah. the 3D guns. You 3D yeah. print the bulletproof vest. That's the galaxy brain safe. play. Yes. That's the galaxy brain. Oh, man. That's the galaxy brain play. Yeah. There are people who should be, who you know, terrified for other reasons. It's like, you know, I, you know, it's like, oh, well, they should be scared, but for other reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm running out of uh, juice. All right. Well, brain let's, juice. Yeah. Uh, let's wrap up for today. Oh, yeah. I will do. Can, I will do a magic spitting relevant shit. Or you can end, take take us out with if, a, if a nice segment of magic spitting relevant shit. Ding. Okay, here we go. It's like spitting fish in a barrel. Exactly. I have. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, uh, Battletide Alchemist, and that is, I do not heal. Healing means the pain has already been felt. 
To stop suffering, one must prevent the world's wounds altogether. I'm not going to lie to you. That low-key ties in with our theme of today. That theme, of course, being Star Trek V. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, next time, uh, uh, if, we're, if we have a chance, I can start the uh, mist form cycle from Scourge because there is a cycle of uh, five... Uh, I believe five uh, five mist cards that have yeah mist form mutant mist form dreamer and and three others and it's all like the five myths of reality. Yes, I it's, think that it's, would it's be interesting an, to look into and investigate. There we go. Yeah, in, investigative journalism on mist forms. Oh man, oh, oh, now I'm mad, but also glad because I want to write that. Oh, fanfic. I mean, it can, it can still be written. <clears throat> like, because there is a whole thing in that block, flavor-wise, called the Riptide Project, Riptide. which they used. They that was what created the slivers, which are mechanically. Say it again. Nothing. Oh, okay. These creatures that give their abilities to other slivers. Yes. And it gets out of control real quick. And of it was course. basically the Riptide Project was like a gray goo Ooh. scenario in a sci-fi troops in. In, in science fiction tropes, you know, gray goo, it's like, oh, we made, we, we, me and play God, we tried to do that, and then it got out of control. And we were whoops, so busy thinking there's whether a dangerous, or not we could that yeah, we didn't think whether exactly, or not it was gray goo. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So yeah. a whistleblower uh, investigating the Riptide Project, man. Do it. Oh, I'm ready. You get that, you get that ache, and you're like, I need to make that now. I need to make it. I need to draw, you know, a jaguar with a jet on the back and underneath right jet jaguar jet jaguar for, for those kaiju fans listening jet jaguar <laughs> jet jaguar jet jaguar jet jaguar jet jaguar here we go or you could say it like the british people say it jet jaguar oh jaguar like mark Knopfler, yeah jaguar jet jaguar yeah, yeah. it's it's time to get our cheese it's time to get some mozzarella starch on we'll see you all next time Take care. on collected sorceries a Magic the Gathering podcast. podcast.